there's no real industry like restaurants where everything's like bam 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 happening at time but I learned how to do everything on warp speed. So now when it's slowed down in a different place, it seems even easier. Um, and then of course, just the servant's heart. That's the number, I was probably the number one thing that, you know, you have to have a servant's heart to be in any industry where you're working with the masses, working with people, um, but especially at food because a lot, and real estate, you know, a lot of times you're dealing with people in tough situations, people coming in hungry or real estate doing their biggest you know, cash trans or transaction of their lives. And it brings out a lot of stress. So really teaching me how to have a servant heart and serve people, not just the clients, but the staff as well. was probably my biggest lesson. This party started. All right. All right. Let's do this thing. Welcome to Hospitality Chats, um, where we talk to amazing people who are in and around the hospitality industry, either in the past, in the present, or looking forward to it in the future. So my God, introduce yourself to the people. Tell us who you are and what you do now. Um, Stephen Lee. Um, I know Tasha from my restaurant days at Tez Montana Grill. Um, and right now I run a real estate team called the Lee Hill Group out of Berkshire Hathaway. Cool. How's real estate been treating you? This year, it has been bananas. Uh, I'm sure everybody knows whether you bought a house or not, just looking and talking to your friends how crazy it is. I mean, all the houses I put on the market are getting five, 10, 15 offers. We're selling $50,000, $60,000 over the list price, um, and they're selling in like a day. Um, so this year's been bananas. Before that, it was kind of a normal market, but still very busy. I was a part of two really, really big teams when I first um, got into the business. So that kept me super busy. Um, got a ton of experience, closed a lot of transactions, and then figured out how to do it for myself. Okay, that's what's up. So I'm curious of how we kind of made that transition into real estate. So if you could just take me back, um, and I don't even know if I know the story about you, but how did you end up in the hospitality industry? Like, what did that look like? So that was actually my first job ever. When I was 15, I got a job at Chick-fil-A, me and all my friends. Um, we had a blast. I worked the drive-thru and every time a cute girl came by, I'd put my name and number on a napkin and put it in the bag. Uh, never got a phone call back ever. <laughs> um, but that kind of, for me, just kind of sparked an interest. You know, I'd always obviously love food. Um, and I love the fast pace of it. And I love working with people. So um, after um, Chick-fil-A, then I moved into washing dishes at a local bar and started bar backing and washing dishes and then would cook late night, um, then moved to a place called American Cafe, which I don't even know if those are around anymore, um, and worked as a line cook there. Um, and then really realized that my passion was more towards the front of the house because I loved being with the people. And then moved up to there to a bartender server, worked at Rays on the River for a while as like their head bartender and did a little bit of management stuff. Um, but it wasn't until I got to PF Chang's that when I was about 30 that I was like, okay, this is this it's time for this to get serious. So I moved into management there, um, worked at several of their locations, then was at Ted's for a while. Um, looked at worked at about four or five of their locations, helped open the Avalon store, um, and then I got promoted to, I got a job offer to go and, go and run a restaurant down at the Woodruff Arts Center called 1280. It's like a fine dining restaurant that's basically attached to the um, 
the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. That's where everybody would come and eat dinner before they went to go see the orchestra or after they went to go see all the paintings and everything. Um, and so I was there for about a year and a half, but it was been about 18 years in the business. Wow, right. And you know, what I remember about you when you used to come in um, at Ted's, you were on point, man. It was <laughs> like, yo, let me get my fire cart, everything ready to rock. We got people in position, dun, 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 like, you were a machine. I loved it. Uh, I enjoyed working with you. I've, I've worked with other people. It's like, mm, they come in, oh, let me grab something to eat. Let me kind of like hang out, say, hey. I mean, that's cute, but um, we got to handle business as well. So um, so being in the hospitality environment and progressing as you did, what are some of the like top two or three um, lessons you feel like you you gained from those experiences? For sure, what you just mentioned, the preparedness is probably the number one thing. I, I quickly learned from obviously experience and the people around me that if I didn't show up to my shifts at the beginning and put that front end work on, on getting everything ready, then the rest of the night was going to be miserable, not just for me, but for the guest and for the staff as well. So knowing that you when you everything needs to be prepared you need to be thinking about what could possibly go wrong and how that would cover it so almost being over prepared so preparing for the worst and then if the worst happens you're prepared if not then the rest of the shift is smooth sailing um another thing is just the speed of everything now i've had to slow that down a lot in real estate because you know there's no real industry like restaurants where everything's like bam 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 happening at time but I learned how to do everything on warp speed. So now when it's slowed down in a different place, it seems even easier. Um, and then of course, just the servant's heart. That's the number, I was probably the number one thing that, you know, you have to have a servant's heart to be in any industry where you're working with the masses, working with people, um, but especially at food because a lot, and real estate, you know, a lot of times you're dealing with people in tough situations, people coming in hungry or real estate doing their biggest you know, cash trans or transaction of their lives. And it brings out a lot of stress. So really teaching me how to have a servant heart and serve people, not just the clients, but the staff as well. was probably my biggest lesson. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate that. Definitely. So, so why the transition? I mean, you obviously had this, the skills uh, and the connections if you wanted to stay uh, in hospitality. So what made you say, you know what? Well, I think I'm going to try something different now. For me, it was I had accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. You know, when I first started, my goal was to become a GM. That was all I wanted to do. Um, and then it happened. And, you know, they always say, you know, not you get there and you're like, okay, so what's next? You know, and the next step for me was either go to other, you know, kind of continue that GM role and maybe work at a different restaurant or start my own. Um, but I'd worked with a, a girl at Ted's actually in East Cobb. Um, that was a bartender and she was leaving as I was coming in because she had gotten a real estate license. So I knew I wanted to continue working with people. I knew I wanted to continue working in an industry where it was pretty fast, fast paced. And then the harder you work, the better you did. Um, so it seemed just like a natural transition to me. Um, I do miss it sometimes for sure. I definitely miss Friday, Saturday nights on the expo line and just busting it out for sure. Um. What do you feel like was transferable coming from the hospitality environment now into, into real estate? I need mean, to talk about having a servant's heart and working with people. Um, do you feel like it helped you in any way kind of be able to do what you do now? 
Absolutely. And then the problem solving, you know, again, in the restaurant business, you have to solve the problem, you know, in five seconds. Otherwise, everything's going sideways. Um, so learning how to make quick decisions and problem solving is a key thing, because just like restaurants, no day is the same in real estate. No transaction is the same. No client is the same. So you always have to constantly be able to pivot um, and almost have a chameleon personality, so to speak. Now, that doesn't mean being fake, but it's it's about reading the client that you're working with and understanding how you can best serve them. How do they like to be communicated with? How do they like to be treated? Um, and being able to pivot and do that in order to serve your clients the best as you can. So I think that that quick decision making, being able to read the room and problem solving has just, I think for me, that's kind of helped me in every aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. Mm, legit. I feel that. I feel that. So what would your message be to somebody who maybe is um, a server or a line cook right now and they're trying to decide? Because right now, I mean, the restaurant industry is taking a huge, huge hit. Um, a lot of people have just haven't returned um, after everything happening with COVID and and what have you for or maybe they found something else to do during that. Um, or they just, you know, are, are trying to decide, do I want to go back? Um, to put you on the spot, <laughs> um, <laughs> what what would you say to that person who's like, you know what, I've had some good experiences in this industry, but I'm trying to decide what should I do next? Should I go back? Should I try something different? Like, hmm, what do I do? That's that's a tough question. I mean, I think it again goes back to what your passions are. You know, I mean, the restaurant industry, you have to be a very special person to stay in that industry long term. Um, you have to be strong because it's very difficult. It's crazy hours. You have you don't have a lot of personal time, but if you it's something you enjoy, then it is one of the most fulfilling jobs. Um, but again, I think that's so that those characteristics of people that are successful in restaurants are so transferable into real estate, into teaching, into all that stuff that I just feel like it's a springboard for everything. But the way I always do things is if I think there's a part, an area or an industry or something I want to learn, do, then I go and find people that are already doing it, people that are successful at it already and just meet with them. Hey, tell me a little bit about what your day is like. What is this industry like? What are some strengths that you think I would need to be successful in it? Um, and then meet, I would always suggest meeting with more than one person because, you know, no, not everybody's experience is the same. Um, not everybody views the industry or whatever the same as well. So really just find those people that are willing to share with you their true experiences um, and just kind of dig around that way. And then shadow. I mean, me coming out of the restaurant business, I have people call me all the time saying, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. So and I let them come and hang out. They come and hang out with my team, come to a team meeting, maybe go and meet with some clients with me while I'm showing a house um, and just kind of giving them a, a taste of the day in the life kind of thing. That's nice of you. That's what's up. I like that. So if, if somebody wanted to work with you now, because um, you're in the Atlanta market still, right? Um, somebody said, hey, I, I, I want to work with you. Um, maybe they are um, searching for a home or something and they're, they're searching for the right fit. Um, how would they reach out to you? And, and who do you cater to? Do you have a specific demographic that you cater to or category of people? Or it's just like whoever needs help, come to me. 
it's just where we have a very eclectic team. You know, I have my newest agent um, was actually in the restaurant business. I hired him at Ted's Montana Grill. <laughs> uh, I actually had two agents that I hired there come and work for me out of the restaurants. Um, and, you know, he's a younger guy. He was a former pro or college athlete, almost Olympic athlete. So and he's really big into working out and stuff. So that's kind of his thing. So he takes, you know, the younger demographics, um, and really his quote unquote, what we call lead generation finding clients is revolved around gyms and working out and stuff. And then all the way to my business partner who um, she's been in the business for 10 years. Um, this is not a knock at her, but you know, she's a little bit on the, she's older than all of us. Um, and she's lived in Marietta, which is where my office is forever. So, and she's a mom. So she has that demographic covered. You know, I have that kind of young professional middle ground demographic um but no we love helping anybody and everybody we'll go wherever i mean i've closed transactions in downtown atlanta all the way up to like white georgia to douglasville um and the easiest way is just to go on our website or just call me directly um i personally as being the ceo don't take on many clients myself but the way I do it is I like to meet with the client first, get a feel for their personality, and then I pair them with one of my agents that I think will be able to serve them the best. Got you. Got you. Man, I'm so happy to reconnect with you. That's all I, know. I really have. Um, it's good to see you when you reach out on IG. I'm like, oh, what's up? Let's do it. Hospitality <laughs> chats. Let's go. I love supporting the small business stuff. What you're doing is so great. Um, it's just informative. And there's not a lot of people talking about the stuff that you're talking about. You know, and it's so important that, you know, people understand how serious that business really is and all everything that really goes into it. Um, so I just, I love what you're doing. I really do. I appreciate that, man. We're going to keep it pushing. And uh, what's your what's your website if people want to reach out to you? It's leehillgroup.com. So L-E-E-H-I-L-L group.com. That's the easiest way to find us. You can learn more about us, learn about the team. You can schedule a consultation with us. And then you can search some pretty homes on my website too. See the ones that we have for sale and other ones in the area as well. Boom. There it is. There it is. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. We'll definitely got to stay connected. Okay. You got it. All right, Tasha. Thank you so much. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.